Welcome to the Hot Chicks Write Hot Books podcast with Jen Foster and Melanie Johnson, where authors give you their inside secret tips on how to be a successful best-selling author. Hi, I'm Melanie Johnson along with Jen Foster as your host today for the podcast. We want to welcome you. We have a very special guest and I want to let you know that we are sponsored by Elite Online Publishing and we are the brand building publishing company. We help you write, market and create your book and get it out to the public and our claim to fame is we make you a number one best selling author. And if you'd like to join us down in the Dominican Republic, we have book writing retreats there and you can go to bookwritingretreats.com and sign up for one of our our retreats. We'd love to have you come and join us. So today we have a special guest. She is one of our authors published by Elite Online Publishing. We are so proud of her. We just think she's incredible, has an incredible story to tell. Her name is Micah Walker. Micah, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Great. Well, tell us a little bit about your background. You're a financial planner, but you've written a book of inspiration and inspirational stories. So tell us a little bit about where you came from and kind of your walk through your career a little bit. Well, I've been a financial planner for um, a little over 18 years. Um, so I work with individuals and business owners on really helping them um, you know, realize their dreams. So I help them along their path and their journey so that they can, um, you know, have the life that they want and leave the legacy they'd like to leave from a, um, a, a monetary standpoint. Um, so that's, you know, I really enjoy doing that, the fulfillment that you get from uh, watching someone achieve their goals. That's always a really, really great feeling and being along with someone uh, on that journey uh, to their own success. So now how did that lead you into uh, writing? Because you've written some other things, some poems, and did a production of something. So tell us that story. Well, as a kid, I was actually quite <coughs> ill for quite some time. Um, and I started to, I was alone a lot. So when I was alone, my outlet uh, started to be writing. So I started to write when I was quite, quite young. Um, and I journaled and, you know, wrote poems. And I published a, a poetry, a book of poems back in... Um, 2002, I believe it was, and then I did some stage play. I did stage play in 07, and, and this is actually the first book I've written in my you know name. The other uh, books were in an alias, and this actually is more in line with what I do for uh, my profession, which as a financial planner, because I actually do help people build legacies, even though I don't talk about it from a monetary standpoint in the book. Um, the whole idea of the book is about becoming your ideal and building your legacy, because all a, a legacy is is what mark do you want to leave behind once you're no longer here to speak it? So I talk about all the, the you know, the whole process of, of, of figuring out what your legacy is and your ideal and becoming that and doing what it takes to be able to leave that special mark that you'd like to leave for other people to remember you by. So how did you come up with these stories that would inspire these people, inspire your readers to leave that mark? How did you, um, where did you draw all that from? Well, I read a lot. I enjoy reading. That's one of my pastimes. Um, I do a lot of research just for personal, you know, just my personal preference, vindication, whatever you want to call it. I enjoy doing that. So I'm always reading um, uh, nonfiction and, um, you know, other, you know, uh, other books that actually help to inspire and help to, you know, make me a better person because I'm always on a, a self-improvement journey myself. No one's perfect. So I'm always looking at ways to improve on myself. And so during that process, I make a lot of notes 
and I'm always journaling and, um, you know, I'll make, you know, sometimes I'll take, you know, pieces of it and I'll, you know, relay it to someone else. Hey, I just read this such and such, you know, somewhere. And as I started to do that more often, I started to think, well, you know, all these things that I'm writing and journaling about improving myself, I can actually put this in a book form. And I started to actually put it together. And at the beginning of a year, I said, you know what, I'm going to do that this year. And I made it my job. I gave myself a deadline. It was like a job every single day. And actually I beat my deadline by like a week um, <laughs> and every single day, you know, Monday through Friday, sometimes on the weekends, um, I'd get up 5 a.m. Right. Um, and it was just something that I committed to doing because, you know, but it was easy for me because I was doing it anyway. It was just really more putting it in a book form for others to read. Mm -hmm. I love that process and just saying, well, I'm just committed and setting that goal and accomplishment, accomplishing it, I must have felt it went amazing. Yay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, having that deadline, I think, really helps. Yeah. And um, you know what I love, and we try and tell a lot of our uh, authors this too, you really repurposed your content. You had mm -hmm. something you had already written, something that you had been doing for years, and you knew there were just great nuggets in there, so you just reformatted it and pulled it and curated the best things that had the most impact to you and put it together and made a book out of it. That's so smart. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. <laughs> So and I like that you were really disciplined and um, so did you have like a time of day that you like to write or how did you, uh, did you put it in your phone with uh, like an appointment? What did you, what would you do? Uh, my alarm went off every morning at 5 a.m. and that I found was the best time for me to write. I don't know what it was be about between 5 a.m. and 7 a.m. but the world is quiet. There's not really any texting or emails or phone ringing. Um, it's still you know a little dark outside. Nothing is really going on. But and it's that first moment when you first rise in the morning. I don't know something about that. That, that I was in an insp inspired place so that I could actually write. So that time frame worked for me. It was you know the silence. Had my little cup of coffee. Um, you know, and I would sit there and I would just write, um, you know, and if I experienced writer's block, you know, what you do is, you know, I started reading again and going out and looking for other uh, ways to find some more inspiration. Um, but yeah, that time frame, 5 a.m. to 7 a.m., sometimes it would, oftentimes it would leak over some. So um, I would end up, you know, maybe stopping around eight or something where, where in there. But, you know, it was before I left for the day, I would get up and write and, um, it was like clockwork, like a job. <laughs> yeah. You almost have to be that disciplined to do it. And I like when you're saying like when you had writer's block, you would go out and find other inspiration and read things to get the juices going. Yeah. That was very smart. Yeah. Yeah. You have to do that because I know sometimes people get really discouraged when they have writer's block. Um, but I think that's normal. It's a normal part of the process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What were some of the biggest hurdles you had when you were writing? Um... I guess the biggest thing that I had was making certain that I did not, um, you know, get off track, mm -hmm. I, you know, that I didn't, you know, allow myself to be discouraged by things that may have been going on, you know, in my real life, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you, you still have, you know, a job, you still have your family, you still have all those things that, you know, come along and sometimes they can get you off track. And you just have to get back on track and, um, you know, go back to where, you know, your whole focus was and what you were supposed to be working on. So, you know, basically that's what, those were the biggest hurdles is just trying to separate and make sure that I remembered what it is I'm supposed to be doing, even though, you know, other things on the outside world are still continuing on. Something I can do about that. 
So I love that. Yeah. Great to have focus, and it's true that things come at you from all different family and work and all these different things come at you, and if you keep that focus, like you said, just get back on and do it. Yeah, what was exactly. Your, um, favorite parts of the writing process? Well, just the, you know, the whole, you know, the whole idea of being creative, you know, I, I, you know, getting it all out, you know, it was always there, so it was just really a matter of transferring them, and I'm, I enjoy, you know, etymology and doing the research and going behind the words and all that kind of thing, that's my whole deal, but, you know, and going back and writing and um, putting it on paper and transforming it into a more of a creative way of writing something, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was, that was the fun part to me, just actually getting it out. So what do you think about uh, the publishing process? How did that go for you? Well, it was great. You, you all did exactly what you said you were going to do, which was, um, you know, help me from the very beginning. You made sure that, you know, I, because I didn't know anything about the social media uh, whole deal. So you, you took care of all that. You made sure that you, um, you know, set up the pages for the Facebook and the Twitter and uh, what else, the, I don't know, Google Plus and, you know, all the different outlets so that I could, you know, be noticed. And those were things that I I really had never done before. So, and you made sure that I had visibility there constantly on a daily basis. You're always posting things still. And um, it's really made, uh, it's been really been helpful because then people actually saw what I was doing and people would ask me about it. And I was like, wait a minute, what did they post? Because I, <laughs> I really wasn't even aware sometimes what y'all were doing. I was like, oh, okay. And um, so I, you know, you did all of that. And then of course, now we're in the process of getting ready to um, set up the book um, signing. So that'll be another you know, important aspect of it. You know, the books came, I know Jen may have went back and forth with me for a while till I had the book exactly as I wanted it. So I sent it back and forth and we got it right and uh, the font and the color and, you know, the, the, the cover and everything. And so I, I feel like the process was very, very one-on-one -on -one and very unique to me. So I appreciate that. I enjoyed it a lot. Good. Well, it's, it's important for our listeners to understand, too. Sometimes people think, oh, I'll just write the book and then we'll put it on, we'll print it and I'll just have it and I'll sell it. But they forget about the process of it. So sometimes you have to go back and make sure the layout is right. I mean, it's edited and it looks great and it reads great, but you want to make sure that it looks. And like you said, we changed it quite a few times to make sure that we had the right layout and the spacing and everything was right, the right font and colors and that sort exactly. of thing. So it's just a process, and uh, I'm glad that I'm happy. Your book is awesome. Yes. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, you have to go back and forth a few times during all of that to get it just uh, just the way that you want it. Like you say, it's not just a snap. We do it a couple times and go through the whole thing. Like you say, to get the colors right and to do all that. And and the main thing I think that I hear you saying too, it was nice that you didn't have to do it yourself. And right. You know, sometimes it's difficult. The publishing process can be a little challenging. So you didn't have to think about any of that stuff. That was exactly, <laughs> exactly. You all did it for me. You all yeah. did it for me, and I mean, it's been really helpful because this is something that you're used to doing, and mm. it's not something I'm used to doing. I'm used to doing the writing part, and I didn't have to do this part. Which thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you're very easy to work with because you, you know, you were able to deal with me and being meticulous. Uh, <laughs> as I am when it comes to <laughs> certain things and, you know, you know, everything that's, you know, because I get a little nervous here and there and I want to make sure I'm doing everything correctly and, you know, you know, you, you listen, what colors do you like and, you know, what fonts do you like and, you know, and what do you want to say and what do you want to make sure that you convey and, you know, even the title, you mm -hmm. know, we went back and forth with that and 
the title clicked and it's a very catchy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, it's not over the top. I feel like it's just enough to get people's attention, you know. Well, tell us the title. We got to hear it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, do we say the whole title or do we just kind of own your... <laughs> S hashtag asterisk T in 30 days. <laughs> Love That's it. I always tell people, they say, what's the name of your book? Uh, let me show you. <laughs> it's on your bleep in 30 days. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's exactly. So, you know, that's kind of where, you know, I am. But I mean, I, I, I love the fact that you made me kind of go outside of my comfort zone a little bit, because I know I probably would not have necessarily gone there on my own, but you made me feel comfortable doing it. And I appreciate that, because I believe it really, really worked from a marketing standpoint. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that something like that is really, you know, that's necessary for a team when you're working together, because sometimes you kind of want that feedback, you know, from professionals. And you all do this all the time. You know, you have family and friends, but, you know, their feedback may not necessarily be, you know, to the on the level of yours because, of course, you're used to doing this and you know what to look for. And it's not so much opinion as it is, okay, this is going to work and this is not going to work. And that made me feel a lot more comfortable with the whole process. Great. And how do you plan on using your book um, as a tool for your business and personal? Um. I hope to do a lot more speaking engagements, um, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, getting out there and talking about, because I can intertwine, you know, building a legacy is building a legacy, whether it be um, from a wealth point of view, or if it is, you know, like I said, leaving that mark in some kind of other way, because I talk to my clients about doing it either way. I talk about how, what legacy do you want to leave, whether it is from, um, you know, just leaving that mark that's you know non-monetary or is it something that you'd like to leave from a wealth point of view so I think that when I'm in front of people and I'm talking more about it that's an avenue uh, I definitely want to uh, include because I do enjoy the whole inspirational side of it so I hope I get to talk a lot more about the book to people or with people in uh, open forums um, you know and then of course from a standpoint of the book signings of course I'm gonna you know use those and try to get as many people I'll try to maybe do some question and answer sessions um, we're gonna see I'm a little technologically um, challenged but I might try to do something on an online forum as well with respect to the book once everything gets going um, you know maybe even some sort of I'll get feedback you know from individuals to try to get more involved I want to get as many people involved as possible without you know having people to feel like they have to be exactly where I am Mm -hmm. So although it would be great to travel some, you know, the social media allows you to have those larger audiences and those open forums on a larger scale. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to be able to, to maybe do some of those uh, via that channel. That's great. So cool. The book does open so many doors and different avenues to um, promote your brand, your platform, your business. When you have a book, it's a great marketing tool. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree, and it's and it's fun. It's, I mean, it's it's a fun book. It's nonfiction, of course, so it's it's more self-help. Um, but it's, I mean, I'm using real experiences. I mean, there's humor in there. There's fun in there. That's my real life, and because really, it's my journey. And I'm just kind of talking about a lot of the things that I've experienced, and some of it's funny, and some of it may not be that funny, but it's real, you know. And so I think that 
you know, you kind of really get to, you get to know me a bit more in the book <laughs> when you read it, because uh, you can see kind of the, the insecurities and the fears and the, you know, limiting beliefs that we've all, that we all have. You may some, find some similarities there that we all have to uh, look at trying to overcome and see that it's normal. It's human. We all go through that. And sometimes we feel like we're, you know, we surmounted it and then you have to kind of go back over it again. Okay, wait a minute. I, I went through this. I thought I was over it. Now I got to do this again. So, you know, it's just human nature. And I think that sometimes when we realize that we're not on the journey alone, it really helps a lot because sometimes if we feel like we're alone in this world as an island, so to speak, and uh, we don't really have, you know, hey, I'm the only person going through something like this then it can be a little bit overwhelming. But, you know, when we have that whole forum of individuals and you see everybody's kind of going through the same thing in one way or the other, even if it's not identical, it just really makes you feel a lot more at peace. Yeah. What are some of your um, favorite uh, uh, quotes or stories from the book? Give us one or two. Well, I wrote down some things because I was trying to, to, to remember. I know that I, I quoted a lot of James Allen because I really like um, him. He... Um, he wrote a lot of inspiration, uh, inspirational quotes and, and thoughts, but I, I know it, I talk a lot about um, developing calmness and how calmness is power. And, you know, I talk about the differences between an aspiration and a desire. That's one of the bigger ones that I talk a lot about because I really, sometimes we interchange those words as if they're the same thing and they're actually not. And, you know, you, you, I talk about aspiring to something is more of an upward connotation. Um, it actually uh, denotes more of a, an action versus a desire. It's just kind of, you know, I kind of want to do this and something I'd like to do. But you don't really have as much commitment in it. You know, if you want to write a book, for instance, you need to aspire to that because that's got to be something that you're, you're going to act on. You're committing to this. This is not something that, you know, mm, I'd like to do it one day. You know, this is something that I really want. I'm committed to doing and making it happen. So I talk about that, aspiration versus a desire. Um, I talk a lot about, um, you know, failures and, you know, not giving up due to failures and seeing failures as mere stepping stones um, to something greater. I, I kind of look at it as, okay, all these things that I'm going through, these trials, maybe these are like a, uh, like a mini audition for the life that I'm going to have eventually, kind of preparing me for that, that extra great or grand life. So mm -hmm. looking at failures as a necessary evil, it's something that has to happen. If you don't fail, then you're never going to get to the great part. So um, just talking a lot about that, um, dreaming, never stop dreaming. I know I talk about when we were kids, we were told to dream and imagine and all that. But when we we're adults, you're sometimes like, that's, oh, you're in a dream world. You know, that's not reality. But it's a, talk about the importance of dreaming. Because when in dreaming big, because that's when big things happen. Um, you talk about some of the, the greatest uh, writers and, um, you know, film writers and screenwriters. Those individuals, they dreamed a lot of this up and they end up being these big blockbuster hits because they dreamed it. I mean, so a lot of the reality that we want to happen, if we dream really, really big, you know, even if we, we are, we, we land just short of it. It's so big that you still accomplished a lot. So those are some of the the big points I hope people get out of it. I yeah. love those. Especially the dream big. You know, if you dream small, you're only going to hit small. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, when we're little, I always talk about when we're little and you dream, you know, we have all these, oh, I want to be this and I want to be that and I want to be that. And, you know, they, they often tell you, oh, well, you have to choose one. Well, you really, do you have to choose one? 
I mean, I, I'm a financial planner, but I'm also an author and I'm also an actress. I mean, I do a lot of things, you know, and I don't believe you have to just be one thing. I think that's limiting. It's a limiting beliefs that you have to get past. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, just thinking about, um, you know, all the things, if you dream really, really big as, as a youth, I think sometimes that's so that we won't lose sight of them later on when we're adults, when we're, you know, tied up with so many other things that are going on in life. Mm -hmm. We can recall those dreams. <laughs> And I just want to make sure that you call yourself not just an author, you're a best-selling author. Yes, and that sounds that has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I like that sound. Thank you for reminding me. It's, it's, you know, it's a new accomplishment, and it's a great feeling. It's kind of like, oh, me? That, me? Okay. Thank you. You know, and yeah. it's, you know you, it's a great feeling not only you, you get it out, you, you write the book, you, you, you publish it. You know, a few people know about it. But when lots of people start buying the book, to make it an actual bestseller and you hear people speaking about it, that's, that's a difference. I mean, that's, that kind of tugs at your heart because it's like, you know, people, maybe I am inspiring. Maybe people really do enjoy my words and it's just kind of, it brings you to reality. It makes it, you know, really brings it to, okay, this is real now. So it was a great feeling when, um, I think it was Jan, one of you told me, you know, I was like, Oh my gosh, mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a really great feeling. I was really excited. I was overwhelmed. It was emotional, but it was really, really great knowing that. So thank you all for helping me achieve that status. Yeah. <clears throat> being a bestseller is great. Mm -hmm. And one thing I love what you said about being, you don't have to be just one thing. I think as kids, we're definitely taught that. And I think our kids are taught that even now today. So I think mm -hmm. it's really important to let everyone know that you can do whatever you want to be. You can dream big. You can do what you want to do. You just have to work hard and, and get there and keep that dream alive, like you said in your book, and become exactly. ideal. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I think it was me that called you to said, congratulations, you're now a number one best-selling author. That was you, yes. And I yeah. was like, oh. <laughs> and it is, it's almost hard to believe. Like you think, really? Like it, it, it's there, but then you kind of think, well, am I really? Did people, like it almost doesn't, because you haven't changed, but your yeah. label has now changed. Mm -hmm. like, are, are you playing with me? Are you playing with Melanie? No. <laughs> and we try and do that wash. And actually, we've done that for all our authors. We make them all. Um, we've been fortunate enough that our our systems and algorithms and what we do for our authors has always worked and uh, it's made them a number one bestseller with all the marketing. And and I go back to the part like, oh my gosh, they're posting. I don't even know what's going on. Did they? Even, I didn't even know that was happening. <laughs> yes. and, uh, and you know, and that's the way it's supposed to be when you have a well-oiled machine. It's like it's all happening and you're not working at it. Someone else is working for you while you're doing other things. Right. Well, I'm doing what I'm good at. <laughs> right. You're doing what you're good at, which is being a number one best-selling author. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, do you have any last words of wisdom um, to leave with us um, from your book or um, just something special you'd like to share? Well, um, <clears throat> let's see. Um, I know one of the things that I've that helped me to um, spiritual, a spiritual connection, a strong spiritual connection. And I know even with writing, um, you know, I'll have to begin everything with before I would write, I still had to, you know, have the meditation and the, you know, that's just, you know, myself. Um, and I feel like though, if you want to do achieve anything great, you know, you have to have that strong spiritual connection um, for the guidance and the support. Um, in order to have lasting success, because sometimes you are going to be alone for a moment, but then even when you're alone, you can know that you're not really ever really alone because you still have that 
that connection there. So I find that that gave me strength when nothing else did. Um, even when I was by myself, you know, just having that ability to, um, to, to connect there was, you know, that's something that's beyond words. So I definitely strongly encourage uh, individuals to make sure that they have, they strengthen that portion too in order for them to, you know, achieve the greatness that you want to achieve. Mm -hmm. That's great advice. Be in that special uh, spiritual space and have your mind in that special space and it really affects your whole body. When you get into that, you can feel almost like your molecular structure is changing for lack of better terms, but when you get into that meditation space, you mm -hmm. can feel your body changing a little bit and get you into the best place to be for, right. for everything, not just writing, but for everything. Right, right. I mean, whether it's, you know, prayer or, you know, and meditation or whatever, but yeah, just the, you know, beginning a day that way, ending the day that way, sometimes in the middle of the day, whatever, but, you know, sometimes that helps with the inspiration to write too. So, mm -hmm. you know, it just kind of calms you. So, and calmness is power. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, thank you so much. So buy Micah Walker's book, Own Your Own, S, hashtag, blah, 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 T. <laughs> we know what that means. And it's a great book if you'd like to be inspired, have something that you can read on a daily basis, and you can read it over and over again um, to get you to a great place and to help you achieve your dreams and your goals and successes, be an awesome parent, wife, mother, daughter, sister, uh, niece, all of that, and <laughs> right. so uh, she'll help you be a better person by reading her book, so we highly recommend it, and it's going to be on our website where you can get it, and it'll be, uh, Micah, tell us your website where they can also get it. It is um, www.m, like Mary, A-I-C, like Charlie, A, D, like Diane, Walker.com, so that's MicahDWalker.com, and hold on, I, I mean, I can show a cover if you want me to show oh, a yeah, cover. Oh, yeah, you have the book. Oh, yeah. And I'll put that um, URL there at the bottom, just MicahDWalker.com. Here we are. Oh. I don't know if you can Yay. see it, or is it reversed, probably. <laughs> I thought we know. It's right. Oh, perfect. Daily Guide to Overcome Your Limiting Beliefs, Stop Blaming Others, Become Your Empowered Ideal Self, and Build Your Purposeful Legacy. Yes. Own it. <laughs> own, it. own it. Own it. Own it. Own it and own it, yes. Thank you all so much. We're so so happy to have you. So join us again next time. Please subscribe to us. Um, please share us with your friends and leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. Um, again, we are sponsored by Elite Online Publishing. We are the brand building publishing company. We will help you write, create your book, and become a better brand and use it as a marketing tool, teach you how to use it for business. And if you'd like to join us down in the Dominican Republic for a book writing retreat, please sign up at bookwritingretreats.com. So we look forward to seeing you next time, and we would love to have you become one of our authors at Elite Online Publishing. See you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> For more information, visit hotchickswritehotbooks.com.